the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing. Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Mark Conf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate, which people need nowadays because we're in wintertime, uh, given away during this show. And the certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today, Today's trivia theme is entertainment. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mark, what you got for us today? Oh, boy. I, uh, I was going to say that I've done some interesting deals lately, and I'm running into situations where either the sellers or I do a lot of listings in rent. Sellers are unrealistic on price or sellers can't agree. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, spouses and stuff like that. I don't want to take up the whole thing there, but I would say my theme this week is going to be what do you do when you're your uh, sellers can't agree. And I think that was similar to, to one of the questions that we came in. Exactly. So, yeah. um, I, I've got something in Marin right now where brother and sister inherited a property and uh, the brother actually has a bigger ownership than the sister does. He's ready to blow out the property at any price and the sister's holding Pat. So it's really kind of interesting. And the sister doesn't sister, have the cash to buy out the brother. No, so everybody, everybody needs money but and the sister needs it more so. So it's kind of interesting here because I'm saying, well, what we know, what's the solution? And, Oftentimes, people are coming in with uh, what they paid for something plus whatever they sunk into it and a whole bunch of emotional value. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the bottom line here is these properties need to appraise. We need to look at comps. We need yeah. to look at recent sales. Probably within the last six months would be the best the best way to gauge that. And, and I don't know how – what do appraisals come into play in your business, Nam? Is that is that a similar situation? When, right now? You know, yeah. Well, well you, know. you do because Pacific yeah. Private Money has done loans exactly like that where one – uh, either a spouse, divorce, yeah. or a brother and sister, one wants to buy out the other, doesn't have the money, uh, bank won't lend them the money based on the ownership percentage, you know, just something weird going on. But Pacific, Pacific Private Money can make a loan to the person who wants to buy out the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, these, a lot of these situations are they don't want to buy out each other. They just want top dollar for the property. And someone else's, one person's idea of top dollar might be different than the other. So that, uh, well, you, so get, you a, get a BPO, right? Yeah, broker's, broker's opinion. Private, yeah, we do a broker's opinion private. of value, too. So that's something that we do in the office. And uh, actually, it's 500 bucks for 10-day turnaround time, and we rush it for $1,000. Um, and we've been doing a lot of those lately, but we do an opinion of value. And uh, we also tie that to a date. So, so oftentimes it's with a trust and inheritance, death in the family. And they say, I want to know what this property was worth on October 1st 
you know, 2017 or something like that. How far so, back uh, generally can you well, go? Well, I mean, Time Machine uh, is not that big a deal because I can just go back and I can use yeah. comps that were older if the market has changed a lot. You I still mean, have your old mm. MLS uh, phone book uh, I, from 1992? I, I got stuff. <laughs> uh, we've got stuff, but I can use older comps. But I'd like to go within six months of the, of the, of the date yeah, uh, for a good comp. Uh, and sometimes it's tough if I do, I'm doing things in Fairfax, West Marin, and, uh, there's not a lot of comps in you know, Forest Knowles, uh, yeah, for, right. for a value. So sometimes we'll have to look at a similar market, uh, to figure out, uh, what acre. What, yeah, well, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I actually did something down the street here, which was a, it was a circle bank deal, uh-huh. but it ended up being just land value and they knocked it wow. down and they, and they built the bank over on the corner. So, so. was this scenario one that uh, has already happened where you've already sold the property or is this still on well, the two sellers? I, I've got a lot of scenarios. Um, the brother and sister, it's not that one wants to buy the other out. As I said, they right. just, they're all holding fast for top dollar. And, uh, you know, I had a friend that was, it was kind of interesting. He worked for Marcus and Millichap and he said, he said, Cooper, what's the most important thing when getting a listing? Get the commission. No, <laughs> no. I love that. <laughs> what do you, what do you think, Nam? What's the most important thing when you get a commission? When you get a listing, what's the most important thing? Agreement. Agreement. Well, I, I, you know, so I, of course, said price, you know, accurate pricing. And he shook his head and he said, no, it's not accurate pricing. It's length of listing. The guys at Marcus and Millichap are taught to get a year, two years. Uh, as, as long as you've got uh, control over the property and, you know, offers come in or there's no action or something like that, you can, you can ease a seller back to come back mm. to market. But if, if at any a, price, if you have a ninety day yeah. listing, then yeah, a ninety day listing is yeah. going to be tough. One offer will come and go. Um, yep. You know, if your if your client's asking you, hey, how much longer is the listing? That means I don't want you to be my agent anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's about communication and accurate pricing. But that was interesting that that guy told me length of listing was really on, on the commercial side. It's typically. It's it's not unusual, is it, to have a one or two year listing or no? Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I would. There are some guys that do multifamily, and what they will say is, all my listings are three or four months, and they price it accurately, mm. and, it, and it, it's ready to go. Um, well, those are properties that generally would move quickly. Yeah, fully good leased, yeah. good neighborhood, yeah. things like that. If it's a challenging property, you might want to take a longer listing. Uh, if it's a, you know, it could be a development opportunity. Sure. So that yeah. it's, I I have a technique on my listings, but I don't want to announce it in case some of my competitors are listing <laughs> are listing, or they'll figure out when all my listings expire. <laughs> so uh, so I don't want to I don't want to throw that out over the air. But if you want to talk to me in person, four one five six zero eight one zero three six. But I have a system that works great for listing expirations so uh but i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to share that with everyone so, so we'll who, do, who would you share it with uh, i would share it with potential sellers uh maybe someone that might uh, a commercial agent or somebody that has a license that's looking for a career in real estate yeah. they might want to come on board with our company gotcha. i can share that but that would be like hey here's my secret sauce right. and the ingredients yeah. uh, but i've got something that works great in terms of of getting listings and 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 mar- and marketing and also um, coordinating because we might have 40, 50 properties at any one time mm-hmm. that we have for sale or lease. And, and how do you control all of that? Right. Good point. Yeah. So it's not something you're going to share in the next segment. Yeah. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Cliffhanger. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's our first commercial break trivia question. Uh, we're talking entertainment. In the movie Stand By Me. Remember that movie? Yeah. Great all movie. Right. What did Gordy, Chris, Vern, and Teddy set to find out? Okay. Remember, they went on a mission. They all right. left home to go on a mission. Okay, that's that, that's our question. 
Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that five-pack tanning certificate. Again, I'm going to repeat the question. In the movie Stand By Me, what did Gordy, Chris, Vern, and Teddy set out to find? If you watch the movie, you remember the movie, they, they had a mission. They were going to go out and find something, all right? right? Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money and Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. First trivia question. In the movie Stand By Me, what did Gordy, Chris, Vern, and Teddy set out to find? Okay, I seem to recall they found a dead body on the uh, railroad yes. tracks. Yeah, that's right. And okay. they wanted to figure out, like, what happened to the kid. Well, or they wanted to, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. They wanted to find a body. Ray Brower was hit by a train. <laughs> Very good. You, you, you knew that, too, didn't you? Yeah, well, no, I know that's what they found, but I wasn't sure at the beginning if that's what they had set out to Yeah, uh, that's, to what, find, that's so. what... But was, it, was Ray Brower a boy or he was a full-grown man? He was, uh, like, he was like a teenager. Yeah, that's what like I thought. Yeah, okay, yeah, another kid was hit Knocked by him right out of his shoes. Yeah, right. Remember, yeah. That's where Keith Sutherland kind of got his start i think yeah the older the older go, uh, guys were trying to find it first yeah think, and then right? they, they had a car the other guys had to walk yeah because <laughs> they were kids okay uh so no mark you and i were at a meeting this morning and you got an award oh that's right i got the jack wilkinson public speaking <laughs> award <laughs> jack, jack wilkinson was a i think he was actually a radio guy who got into was real he? estate with oh, a really right? deep voice Oh, there's my wife calling for the lifeline. Um, <laughs> so uh, he was—he would come in with props. We have once a once a month we have a uh, commercial and investment brokers of Marin meeting. Oh. It's the first Wednesday of each month, and today this uh, for December we gave away the uh, the. It's kind of a Christmas joke awards, but this was the second time I've won the public speaking award. Wow. So uh, that was quite an honor. Yeah, quite honor. there's at least, what, 80 people in the room? Oh, at yeah. Least. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another award they give out, which is my favorite uh, one, is what they call the Deer Island Award. <laughs> and there was a property in Novato that took like seven years to sell. So if you have something that just year after year, you're trying to sell it, trying to sell it, and it just finally, eventually, when it sells, you're eligible for the Deer Island Award. <laughs> so is Deer so, Island uh, a location in Marin? I think it's here in Nevada. There's, it's, it's, it's like yeah. kind of out toward uh, Stone Tree, uh, mm-hmm. off of 37. Oh. I think there's an area out there that's called Deer Island, and that was something that eventually sold, but it took about seven years to go. <laughs> wow. So, so that's the Deer Island Award. So it's just, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek fun thing that we do for the holidays. Nice. So, yeah. So I did get my award there. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. We'll <laughs> exactly. add that well, to your profile. Good. Thank right. you so much. <laughs> yes. Tell you what, Norm, we're going to move on to you. Now we got an. Uh, an email here. It said, uh, are you, meaning Pacific Private Money, are you allowed to take a deposit on loan applications? And if so, do you? You know, we are on non-owner-occupied properties, um, but not allowed to on owner-oc. We don't, however, collect a deposit. I mean, some I think some private lenders do. And, um, you know, it's just a practice that we don't do. Okay. So yeah. on the non-owner-occupied uh loans like for rental property for somebody right. you just you're just trusting that the borrower is going to follow through yeah i mean yeah. it's certainly a strategy that that you know some private lenders pursue because they want to make sure that the borrowers are serious 
you know, that they're not spending all this time, the private lender's not spending all this time to try and get this loan done and then all of a sudden have it pulled out from under them because that borrower just went somewhere else. Yeah, because banks usually will have some kind of deposit, like to pay for the appraisal. Um, I'm guessing maybe you'll you'll have them prepay some uh, extemporaneous costs that you'd have to incur. Yeah, but oftentimes we don't. Um, So, you know, it's it's maybe something we review at some point, but, but to date we've been really... Fortunate, um, you know, we, we have lost a few, but uh, on, by and large, um, we haven't been impacted too well, much. Well, I mean, if a guy's shopping it, can he come back to you and go, "Hey, Nam, I talked to so and so, and they said they they can give me X." I mean, if they're really shopping, they're shopping, and you want to see if you can beat that deal, or they just disappear. Sometimes they just both. disappear. Yeah, yeah. it could be yeah. both. Whatever happened to that guy? Yeah, and you don't know if he didn't do the deal ever. Right. Or he just went somewhere else. Yeah, so. we're so busy, quite honestly, that we, we just don't have the time sometimes to go after some of the people who've sort of fallen off the radar. And yeah. why do you think you're so, you're so busy right now? A uh, number of reasons. One is, you know, just part of this time of year. Q4 is a really busy time, uh, typically, where a lot of people are trying to close on their purchase uh, before year-end, either for tax advantages or they just want to get into the property. Um, but also, you know, a lot of the business we do is through uh, referrals from mortgage brokers, uh, realtors, loan officers uh, that other private lenders don't do. So, and re- irrespective of time of year, we're just been busy because of the fact that we do a lot of consumer well, owner-occupied loans. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Pacific Private Money is one of the few private lenders that will do owner-occupied loans. Right. And yeah. in fact, you know, we, we attended a conference earlier this week, which we, maybe we can touch on a little bit later, but uh, it's interesting to to talk to other people in the space. Um, This conference was sort of industry specific to alternative investments and marketplace lending, which we can talk, uh, talk about a little bit later, but the other private lenders out there, you know, they're seeing a slowdown in, in the fix and flip types of loans. Um, There's a lot of capital chasing that and it's driving yields down. We've been fortunate to have continued deal flow on the owner-oc bridge loans that we do. But those fix and flips are not as much in the Bay Area, I don't think, right? No, yeah. no. They're, um, you know, other states. Nationwide. Or, yeah. Nationwide. But even nationwide, there's there's less of it than there was before. Okay. And Pacific Private Money uh, focuses primarily on California, right? We're California only. Yeah. So, and, and the majority of the loans we do are here in the Bay Area, that be, just because of the referral sources that SunDust business are, a lot of them are located here, although we're starting to get uh, a lot of traction in Southern California as well. Really? Yeah. How many yeah. deals will you guys do a year, would you say? Are you, do you guys track that? Or? Several hundred. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like like two or three a week or something. Over like 100 million in, uh, in, in loans, right? Yeah. Oh, or one big one. <laughs> no, well, I don't think you've had that, but uh, but you did it in volume over 100 million. Yeah, we'll do over 100 million this year. Nice. Uh, we could have done more, but we've been, uh, you know, more deal flow than capital. So that's why we promote the Pacific Private Money Fund so so much on the on the show. Always looking to raise capital from And what's, what's the fund? Uh, fund uh, you know what? When we come back, uh, I know that Nam's got an interesting um, story as to why the fund paid a lot higher yield last month than previous months. And we'll, we'll get oh. into that. But for now, we're going to go to our second trivia question. So definitely, you're going to, the audience, you're going to want to stay tuned to hear why the Pacific Private Money Fund paid almost 1% higher in annualized yield than it usually does. So anyway, well, we'll, well that's a little teaser there. Right? Here's <laughs> there's, our, there's your teaser here's before your I teaser. tell you the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Here's our second trivia question on entertainment. And I, I wish Mark would... Uh, Honf was here because he likes this. Who are Bart Simpson's favorite cartoon duos? 
Oh, I know this you one. You know this one. Okay. I might know it too. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And if you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win the five-pack tanning certificate, which is worth over $100, by the way. All right. Here's the question again. Who are Bart Simpson's favorite cartoon characters? Uh, don't touch that dial. Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Tom Fawn. <laughs> uh, who, who's in the studio here? I got my eyes closed. Tom Fawn of Pacific Private Money and Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Second trivia question on entertainment. Who are Bart Simpson's favorite cartoon duos? Nam, do you want to take a scratch at this? Was one of them Krusty the Clown? No. I'm going itchy oh, and scratchy. Itchy and scratchy, itchy and scratchy oh, show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Did you see my good. hint? I said, you want to take a scratch at it? Oh, <laughs> you know what? I watched the first year. That's it? Okay, it those, those, yeah. that was uh, the maiden voyage where the uh, animation was primitive, but... But uh, yes, actually, <laughs> so. there was uh, one. There was an episode of bringing up father in. I think it was an All in the Family episode back in 1971, where they had uh, the the cartoon. It was like an adult cartoon type of thing. It was crazy. Well, I remember it was a Tracy Ullman show had him as yeah. shorts. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, but that, that's where yeah. Bart came in. Okay. Yeah. So, Nam, uh, we teased the audience a little bit with uh, saying how the Pacific Private Money Fund paid an extraordinarily high dividend or distribution rate for this last month. Uh, can you explain what, what happened. Why? Yeah. So, we had a property that uh, we had taken back and uh, that was, uh, you know, borrowed, had... Uh, gone into default, but uh, the fund took it back and put it on the market and sold it uh, at a profit. And the the silver lining to having to take back a property, well, first of all, you have to underwrite and originate when you're, you know, you're first putting the person on the loan, making sure that you're, you're having conservative values or, or originating and making sure that they have 30% down, right? Okay. It's fun. So, um, so when we took the property back, there was equity in it, obviously. And when we sold it, then there was a profit. We put that profit and shared it back in the fund with the investors. And what was the what's the what's a typical month's yield uh, annualized? Yeah, um, annualized somewhere around seven and three quarters percent. Okay, and this last month, uh, if I remember correctly, it was eight point nine one percent. Yeah, yeah. Wow, annualized. So that's a nice bump. Yeah. Now, did you carry the note on the second sale, or that that was just a conventional? No, no, just, they, they yeah. just sold it. Yeah. yeah, just sold it. Yeah, yeah. So again, nice. so to make to make the numbers simple, there's a property worth let's say a million dollars. You do a seven hundred thousand dollar first mortgage on it. The borrower defaults, and you you take back that property and you sold it for eight hundred thousand. Right. So you made a hundred thousand dollar profit. Distribute that all to all the clients. So. It's so funny because Mark Hahn, when he's been on the show, you know, we've talked about the idea of, gee, you know, theoretically, if Pacific Private Money Fund makes a loan and someone defaults, couldn't you actually make make money? And in this case, the reality is exactly that. Right. Wow. You know, it's not our strategy, obviously, no. but uh, that's the silver lining of taking back a property. So. Yeah. So if you do enough conservative underwriting, then principles should be protected. Yes. And again, you know, you always have to tell the clients, listen, don't don't count on that extra money coming in. Just happens to have happened. But 8.91% annualized, that ain't too bad. It ain't yeah. too shabby. Yeah. So we expect the to end the year uh, over 8% for the year. 
Yeah, so with that seven and three quarters, bumped up with eight point nine percent. Yeah, it's great. Eight percent, and what's the average loan to value in the fund? In the fund itself, so I mentioned seventy yeah. percent typically, and that's uh, across the company. Um, but for the fund itself, it's about fifty five, fifty six percent. So okay. even so, lower. there's a lot of really conservative right. loans in there. You know, maybe some thirty percent loan to value. Whatever. Yep. Okay. So investors like- should be happy uh, for October's uh, redemptions and payment. So. Saying that there are Say, investors uh, will be happy um, with the distribution for for October. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah very much so. Um, if clients are or potential clients are interested in uh, knowing more about the fund, yeah, you? give us a call at four one five eight eight three two one five zero, or you can go online to and go to our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com, dot com, and register there as well. Nice. So, okay. Very yeah. good. I know uh, we've had a lot of uh, people who have invested in the fund be very happy. They, they, some people have started off with only fifty, fit only you know fifty or a hundred thousand, but then when they see how well it's doing, they're adding to it. Yeah, you know, last year um, and pri- previously, our typical investor started out at fifty thousand. That's the minimum. So it's minimum fifty thousand, minimum one year lockup. Want to test the waters, you know? Yeah, they want to test the waters. Um, ultimately, though, um, over time, they've averaged about two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, our average oh, investor. Mm-hmm. But this year, on average, people are starting out higher. Um, many people are coming in investing $100,000 to start out, which is great. It's a lot of faith. And, and a lot of them are coming b- um, by referral from existing investors. Yeah. So there's no better testament than than a referral, which is great and, for And uh, you also do either webinars or actual real presentations. Live events. Live yep. events. Yeah. And uh, so this past year, we did a number of webinars. We did uh, events at our office, and we also hit the road in September, Mountain View, which is a great event. We had a great turnout, and we had quite a few people from that invest in the funds. Isn't so. that funny? They, they, uh, uh, they were, what, like 12 different, uh, I mean, including a couple, let's right. say, 12 different uh, families, people, let's people, you know. Yeah. And how many of them turned out to be investors? Eight of the 12. <laughs> uh, the, with the wow. eighth uh, investor um, investing as of yesterday. So it was great. Oh, they, great they all put money into the fund. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's wow. a good dog and pony show. Yeah. And so we're not doing any more for the end of the year, you know, for the rest of this year, obviously. But um, we have a fund uh, event coming up. You know, this is appreciation dinner for our current investors in January. And then we'll probably hit the road again starting in February in the East Bay. Okay. And people, and, if they go onto the website, they can at least register with you to find out about the webinars and yeah. or uh, live events. Yep, yep. And also, that's the other thing is that, you know, try, people trying to come to Novato at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday night or something with fighting all the traffic, it's tough. So either they do the webinar or, if I remember correctly, they got in touch with you and said, hey, could you... I've got a few people down here in, in, in Mountain View. Right. Um, but you do Walnut Creek or anywhere pretty much in the Bay Area. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be hitting the road more uh, in 2018. And there's a lot of stuff going on with the company. Some of some of the things we'll touch on in the next segment. Um, but That's yeah. right. You, you guys have added a new website to... Uh, to uh, Seller Notes. Seller Notes, Seller yeah. Notes, no. but very interesting. It's, it's kind of an interesting um, uh, theory of, of how they're going to be able to increase income to the fund and make it more available to people because um, you have to qualify to get in the fund. Not every, yeah. you, know, you can't just take anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we can jump into it right now. We can start talking about it. Essentially, um, we, we mentioned this on a couple of other um, shows, but uh, we recently launched, now this is in beta, but Pacific or privatemoneyloans.com. And essentially what privatemoneyloans.com is, a, is a marketplace or platform where we sell trustees. 
trustee to uh, individual loans. So yeah, because not everybody can qualify to go into the fund. You have to be an accredited investor. Correct, but yeah. for buying individual trustees, you don't have to be, and you can go on see that some of the loans that we've previously funded that we want to make available to uh, our investors. And we're doing that for a number of reasons. One is just to create liquidity. Sometimes we need capital to be able to fund new deals. And so we're, we're taking some performing loans that we have and putting them out there on the marketplace for people who want to be individual And, and because you're investors. keeping a spread that goes back into the fund, the fund will benefit incrementally on these extra little spreads, you know, quarter, half percent, frees up money to, to do another loan, and yet the investor out there will earn roughly about 7%? Yeah. On, on that. Okay. Oh, so yeah, you, might be, you might be holding back 1% of the note or Correct. something like that. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so, it's but still... It's, so it's, you know, it's still a good rate of return, Absolutely. but not as good as the fund itself. Yeah. All right, tell you what, we're going to cut to our uh, next commercial trivia question break here. Again, the theme is entertainment. You guys remember the movie um, The Fugitive with Harrison Ford? Never heard yep. of it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, re- I'm ready. This what, do you gonna, live in a cave? I'm going four for four on this one. Here we okay. go. Okay, well, three for three. All right. All right. Okay. So when Harrison Ford was the fugitive, who was the lawman? Okay, there's oh, a I know. You know who? I, you don't I, know? You don't I know what he looks like, but I don't know his name. Okay, I'm going to do my impression uh, here in a bit. <laughs> really? Okay, yeah. all right. This will be interesting. All right, call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And when Harrison Ford was the fugitive, who was the lawman? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon and Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Nam Fon is of Pacific Private Money. And who stepped into the door but Mark Honf himself That's of Pacific right. Private Money? Just flew in. You just flew <laughs> in. Just flew in just in time to answer the trivia question. Man, my arm's tired. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do okay. a Groucho impression. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, entertainment was the uh, um, the trivia question. All right, when Harrison Ford was the fugitive, remember the movie The Fugitive? Yeah, I do. Who was the lawman? Now oh, I remember. Um, the guy with the uh, scary looking face. Yes, I can't. The uh, scary looking face guy. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna turn over every outhouse, doghouse, henhouse, and whorehouse <laughs> to get this, uh, and that would be Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy yes. Lee Jones, Tommy Lee very Jones. good. Right. <laughs> okay, yes. so. okay, it didn't sound totally like him, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew. You almost sounded like itchy and scratchy again. Right. <laughs> the other court commercial. So, 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 <laughs> so I ran stoplights to get here in time before the show was over because I just have this 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 burning desire to reply to a caller to our show <laughs> last week. So listeners to the show will recall, the, I think it's the last two or three shows, I have shared some articles about investing in Bitcoin. Ooh. And so this caller called and took us to task, basically saying we don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're doing a disservice to our investors by bad-mouthing Bitcoin, and that blockchain is going to put us all out of business, so we better get on board. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And a number of other things. So, uh, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. You know, I, I thought I was you – know, and again, you, know, you listened to the show, Mark, last week, and, and you also thought we were bad-mouthing Bitcoin. But I thought I tried to make a distinction between Bitcoin and blockchain. Bitcoin is one of 1,300 cryptocurrencies. It's the most well-known of all of the cryptocurrencies. It's the one that's currently priced at $12,000 per Bitcoin. 
crypto uh, blockchain is the underlying technology it's the architecture it's 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 the that is the the exciting part blockchain is going to revolutionize many aspects of uh, business uh, everything from uh, insurance to escrow to um, to the way money is moved around uh, banking I mean you name it and again it remains to be seen how how far uh, it's going to spread how far and wide and more will be revealed as as time goes on and, and other companies go on but Bitcoin and I just came from a conference of centimillionaires and billionaires down at Data Point uh, at the Ritz Carlton uh, down there, and they had several cryptocurrency and blockchain sessions. And I got to tell you, almost everybody uh, walking out of those had their eyes glazed over and said, "I have no idea what I just heard." And yeah. uh, uh, ask people to try to explain what what blockchain is, and most people can't. And I'm not even going to try to do it because I can't either. It's just the whole idea about Blockchain and what what needs to be clear is that blockchain is is the technology. Bitcoin is a specific application of that technology, which happens to be best described as like virtual gold. And huh. right now, it's being um, well the, the the price is being bid up, bid but up, the yeah. price is being bid up not based on any type of economic fundamental fundamentals, unless you want to call scarcity a fundamental. Hmm. But it's Nobody, no, also nobody in that conference would invest their own money in Bitcoin unless it was, unless it was play money. And I did hear someone at the conference say to me, I hear it's going to go up to 40000 Yeah. So if you believe that, you know, if you want to buy in at 12000 because you believe it's going to go to 40000 you know, have at it. But the, 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 the topic of the articles that we shared these last few weeks was really to, to, to discuss Bitcoin you know, is it something you should be seriously looking at as an investment? And that's really up to you. I mean, we, we here at The Best of Investing think Bitcoin is a purely speculative play. Bitcoin's not going to revolutionize anything. No, but I've it's come up with a th- new cryptocurrency, right. the Edward Edward's- Brown Fiji Island Fund, and it's only at $1,500. Uh- <laughs> so th- there's, there's new applications. New coins are being, you know, uh, uh, created and minted daily. Uh, and as I said, there's over 1,300 and growing uh, applications of blockchain uh, via some kind of cryptocurrency play. And, and they all tend to have some rather specific application. They're not clones of Bitcoin. They're, they're, they're grown. Uh, they're, they're created grown. They're created for other applications, other purposes. And I'm probably not doing a great job of explaining it, but that wasn't the intent. The intent was really to, to respond to the listener, who I thought was really funny because people are so passionate about two things right now in the economy. One of them is cannabis. Oh, yeah. The other one's yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, you just you can't say anything you know uh, critical Negative, about yeah. either yeah. without being taken to task about how you're missing out on the ground floor opportunity and the train's going to run you over and you're going to be out of it's business. Like politics in five or minutes. religion, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so. But uh, you know what? If we want to sound like a bunch of old fuddy-duddies, damn it, we pay for this hour. We, you know, we're damn right going to do that. So. I sold my tulip bulbs uh, a few years ago, by yeah. the way. So uh, to that listener, you know, I apologize. You feel like we're, uh, we're doing uh, Bitcoin a disservice. But um, you know, blockchain is here to stay. You're going to hear a lot more about it. Hopefully, there'll be articles written that actually explain it to yeah. the layperson. And I don't, you know, I don't consider the four of us here to be laypeople. It's, it's a really difficult technology to explain. 
And even, well, and there, wasn't there something that we heard about with they're paying more for electricity and trying to that's to min, mine that's it? actually minting, mining, mining Bitcoin it. today. Again, this this yeah. is this thing to do with the underlying blockchain technology. This is not critical of blockchain, but the actual minting of a bit Bitcoin today requires so much electricity that it it doesn't make economic <laughs> sense any longer. And again, don't ask me to explain why that is because I can't. I don't know. <laughs> ask somebody else. Um, anyway, so. Well, and, and we've we've said this before about you know like I think it was Peter Lynch who said don't invest it in anything you can't explain with a crayon and a napkin <laughs> on, on a napkin you know and I could definitely not explain Bitcoin on a napkin however right. I could explain investing in a mortgage because it's basically just you're the bank well here's my crayon okay. blockchain good Bitcoin <laughs> mm, not, not so, so good. good yeah <laughs> unless you you know want to invest money you're prepared to lose and again if you buy it at 12 and it goes to 40 and you sell hey great yeah, exactly. right you know and, well it's the uh, same thing with gambling if you, know, if you roll the dice <laughs> and you know you bet ten dollars put it all on red yeah, yeah right exactly. and then you yeah. did well um, it's it's hey, speculating. It's hey, but, not investing. But, you know, we have a couple of quick minutes here before we cut out for, for our thoughts. Or actually, you know what? Before we cut out for our next trivia, not trivia, I'm sorry, our commercial break. Do you have a quick deal of the week? Um, no? God, good question. I don't know. I've been in the well, office well, well, all well, week. Well, we'll we'll think, we'll think about, data point uh, whining and dining billionaires. I mean, well, trying well, to raise capital for uh, for Pacific private money because we've got so many loan applications <laughs> coming in, or so my guys tell me anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, and they say, Mark, go out and grab bags of money to yeah. fund these loans. So so if you're looking for a place to invest your money that is not Bitcoin, it's not going to return a 1,000% uh, return to you, but uh, maybe you're a little bit more conservative and you want to uh, earn... Eight percent, eight percent. Well, n- just under eight percent. Seven point nine percent. We're tickling at eight percent right now, uh, year to date, on on the Pacific Private Money Fund. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll say is uh, deals of the week, and every deal we're working on right now is is million, like up. So they're large loans that are coming to us, sort of at the, to try and close it in by the end of the month. So if you're a note investor, um, our fund right now is uh, we pretty much have the, the bulk of the capital in the fund right now identified to which loans we're going to fund. We we actually need more investors, and if you're a note investor and you're listening to the show, um, you know we as Nam says we've got several loans in the million dollar range. Again, well secured and and well underwritten. Mark Cooper, bring out your checkbook. We, we, we'd yeah, love to share them yeah. with you. Um, we you know have about half the loans we do. We we uh, the fund is the lender, and the other half is through high net worth individuals that uh, um, we've uh, met through the years and have called in and qualified. So uh, give us a call at four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty on Monday morning. That's four one five eight eight three. 2150, and we'll send you a list of, of uh, trustees we're working on right now that uh, you might want to put some of your money to work. Uh, they, can also call, 9%. they can also call now and just leave a message. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Give them the number again 415 883. 2150. Oh, I thought you were going to give them the toll free number. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, you don't really need that. Okay. We're going to cut, uh, excuse me, we're going to uh, cut to a, uh, another commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to have some closing thoughts on the best of investing. Don't touch that dial. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money, Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. 
Okay. Uh, so, Mark uh, Cooper, uh, you wanted to share some last-minute uh, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're uh, HL Commercial, we're picking up a lot of expired listings. And a few things that are going on out there in Marin is that, first of all, residential agents are taking on uh, multifamily. They're taking on mixed-use or even challenging mm-hmm. properties, gas stations and things like that. Um, these agents aren't experienced in that type of transaction, yeah. and then they're kind of scratching their head as to why it doesn't sell. So when they're brought to a commercial agent, and my, and my tagline is always, interview some great commercial agents, go with one who is experienced in that market, and, and give them a shot at the listing. Yeah. Um, so one thing we do is we get all the disclosures in advance. I get estoppels. I get clearance letters if it was a gas station. Uh, I get roof inspections. I get all kinds of disclosures because once we get into contract, all these timelines come into play. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that I do when I take an expired listing is that I won't take a listing that didn't sell at the same price that it didn't sell for before. We've got to show some movement. We've got to show some motivation on the seller's point. So, so I would say my two tips for the week here is uh, all the disclosures, disclose everything, and a little bit of price movement when you're going to relist with a new agent and lower, I know you, lowering it, not lower, lower please, <laughs> lower please. And, and I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but it's, who do you want to be? You want to be the firstborn child, uh, second wife and third realtor. That's the best position. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time the third agent that. comes along, the sellers are saying uncle. So there you yeah, go. That's Mark true. Cooper, HL Commercial, 415-608-1036. I look at email. It's Mark, M-A-R-K, at HLCRE.com. And I'm going to guess the second wife because the the husband has figured out what he did wrong with the first one. And he's going to spoil her this time. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Don't mix up these the orders. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Third child, right? Third child? Firstborn, yeah. firstborn, second wife, third realtor. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Um, now, okay, so we have just a couple of quick minutes. Um, any specific deal of the week? Wow. <laughs> okay, well, let's put it this way. Okay, uh, one of the things I know you guys... I was with you the last four days <laughs> you in, know, I'll tell you. in uh, Dana Point. I, mean, I joined it, you, You know, yes. it, it bears reemphasizing that, you know, the... the bridge loans that we do yeah you know so we were in data point and we talked to uh, i talked to, just happened to talking to a family office who was also a realtor uh down in san diego and when we told her the kinds of loans that we do she was blown away and she said you know what you need to come down and we do this you know we just did a presentation to a large real estate office but she said you need to come down and do a presentation to our office of 500 agents and tell us oh, about yeah. the bridge loans that you do and other types of loans that you do that uh, mortgage brokers don't yeah. And um, so, you know, it's bare, you know, bears repeating. Um, we're happy to do the presentation. So if there's realtors or mortgage brokers who are listening, um, give us a call. And it's amazing how many scenarios people don't, they don't know what they don't know. And it's all good because it benefits them in the long run for the refi. And we help mortgage brokers and realtors make money on a transaction you're yeah. working on right now that looks like it's going to fall apart because bank or conventional financing, for whatever reason, is not going to come through last minute. Yeah. Or a client that wants to compete with cash buyers or a client that's got all the equity tied up in their home and they don't want to sell it first. We can cross-collateralize. Banks and conventional loans don't do that. So we help mortgage brokers and realtors Make money on clients you already have on deals you're already working on that look like they're not going to go through for you. So we, we're, we're, we're plan B when plan A is not an option, and we rescue deals and help you make more money. And you'll even help the bankers because sometimes banks, banks won't, too. won't right. make uh, a banks, loan. mortgage brokers, realtors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Send us your referrals. We'll make you look like a hero. Promise. 
Very good. All right, guys, we're going to cut out for today. It's been fun, I'll tell you. Exciting. Got three people, uh, including, and then, and me. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, I got to take my shoes off you to count. count two, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, thoughts for the day. You don't always get what you wish for, but you get what you work for. Hmm. And the entrepreneur always searches for change, responds to it, and exploits it as an opportunity. And I'm looking right at Mark Cooper when I say that because he is that guy. Yeah. He is the entrepreneur. One of the entrepreneurs. Okay. Uh, tune in next week to the best of investing. Why? Because we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. investing. We don't know where to look. So long. Yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.